0: Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of Worlds Collide in 2024. I'm your host, Victoria, and I just wanted to let you know a little bit about today's episode. Uh, We have Jasmine, she's from the US, but now she lives in Albania, but she started out in Italy. And she actually has a really crazy story about how she had to prove that she or that her ancestors were really Italian so that she could like apply for the visa. You will hear about this. And then also like why she decided then to move to Albania and how she likes it there. So yeah. So listen to Jasmine's story. Here it is. Jasmine, thank you for being on my podcast today. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing very good. Thank you. And uh, where are you calling from today?
1: I am in Tirana, Albania right now.
0: Okay. And you are originally from? The
1: United States. I was born in Jersey, moved up and down the East Coast. So,
0: Okay. And um, how long has it been since you lived in the U.S.? I left the U.S.
1: Um, five years ago in this past September was mm-hmm. my five-year mark.
0: Okay, half a... Uh, um, nice.
1: I went to Italy first, and then I've been in Albania. I'll, it'll be three years in March.
0: Okay, and why did you choose Italy in the beginning, and then why did you move to Albania?
1: Uh, my family is from Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'm third generation american okay um my great-grandfather though actually came over on a boat to ellis island from italy kind of okay raised with that um i wanted to move abroad and i'm eligible for italian citizenship through my grandfather
0: ah okay that goes back so far yeah that Mm -hmm. goes back so far
1: Mm -hmm. both of my grandfathers were Mm
0: -hmm. italian okay
1: um and you can go back. Italy has it, um, where technically you can go back as far as you can prove. Mm-hmm. There's no limit. So if you could prove to someone in the 1500s, they let you.
0: It's just, it's just, it's just hard, hard to prove. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but when 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 <laughs> but, was um, when was it when your grandfather, or grand grandfather, great grandfather moved?
1: Uh, he um, one came over in ah, 1901, and the other one was 19
0: uh the titanic sank in 1912 so 1924
1: okay so what do you know about the titanic <laughs> um he was born the same year as ah, the titanic
0: okay okay so he came as a, um, as a young boy
1: yeah and he came over when he was 12 okay. so uh, i always go off of the titanic and
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's fine we're also uh know a lot about the titanic in this house here.
1: Yeah, he was born actually the day it sank.
0: Oh, on April 14th? So, or was it April yeah. April 14th?
1: Okay. <laughs> I think it's I think he was technically April 13th, although no one's really sure because birth records were not a thing he had.
0: Right, but, right. <laughs> okay, was it hard for you to prove though? I mean, it's not that long maybe. It, it's not that long um really the
1: hardest thing was figuring out um he he was an Italian citizen, mm-hmm. but he was born when his parents were working in Argentina.
0: Ah, okay.
1: His mother was literally working in a field. Uh huh. Had her son, and went back to the field. That's how it was back
0: in the days. The like crazy.
1: Yeah. So, birth certificate, much less one that'll prove he's Italian, was.
0: Right.
1: It was a lot. Yeah. Um. But I did finally, um, he had been, he, um, his mother came to America first to kind of set things up. So she had sent him to live with her sister in Italy mm-hmm. and we were actually able to find some of the records. Um, I had to go up a mountain uh, mm-hmm. to a little tiny town in Italy and have uh-huh. them, they pulled this dusty book off a shelf.
0: Oh, wow. And yeah. hand
1: copy his records. And-, and that was the last piece.
0: Okay. And do do you have to go there before you moved or?
1: I went after I moved. I have cousins, have cousins in Italy who um, convinced me, you know, just come over, just come over. And when we got there, they helped us get a visa for family reunification, Mm -hmm. basically. Okay. So that we could stay while we got the last bit of paperwork. Uh, Okay. We've been in Italy about a month and he told my cousin had found the record, but I had to, he's not direct line. He's just, so um I had to go to the mountain and go up this mountain and get the record.
0: Okay. And
1: um oh it was it was an adventure because it turns out the bus service doesn't run up there. Uh-huh. And also I had only been in Italy for a month so I was not used to the bus service and um how things work in Italy. It's it's very different. How
0: was your States, Italian
1: especially
0: back then? Not at that point, not good enough, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, um,
1: And it was this tiny, tiny town. So I had to, um this side of my family is from, um well, they're from this town called Palamonte, which is near Naples.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So I was living in Puglia, which is the other side of the bottom of Italy. Mm-hmm. And so I had to take a train, although I had to take a train and then take a different train which was an adventure and i absolutely missed a train and had to take a bus which landed me in taranto overnight at two in the morning i get off a bus i had to wait until it was an adventure yeah and i finally so saw... i ended up traveling what should have been like an eight hour trip i ended up traveling about 24 hours oh no
0: and where did you sleep um
1: oh there was no sleep <laughs>
0: Okay, I thought that like, you, you um, whatever snuck in the hotel or something. In between, no,
1: because I kept landing places weird times, uh, and Italy shuts down at eleven o'clock. There is, so, you're not going to find a hotel that's going to let you in, kind of thing.
0: Uh, and what did you do though? So
1: I sat outside the train station, or oh, in the no. train station, or in the bus station, or I walked the city at night or <laughs> i kept landing in these smaller towns right. south italy is very different when people americans in particular when we think of italy we're thinking of north italy rome milan florence which are
0: big mm-hmm. big
1: cities south italy's not like it's that it's just
0: a small towns
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of even what we they call cities or what americans would call the suburbs
0: okay in a yeah lot of okay ways. just like a little bit older yeah.
1: Yeah. A bit, a uh, yeah. yeah, a little bit a lot. Yeah, a little bit a lot. Yeah. And uh, so I, the lifestyle is much much quieter. Mm-hmm. And I would get off a bus at two in the morning, mm-hmm. and there's nowhere to go. And I'd only been there for a month. And I was I was in a very small town, so I didn't expect anything in my small town to be open. But I wasn't used to the cities not being open too. Uh huh. So I didn't book anything in, in advance, not that I would have gotten there in time for them to actually let me in. Okay. I finally, finally get to Naples and there was supposed to be this bus that was going to take me up the mountain and someone in my Italian, I don't know if it was, um, I'm not, I'm still not really sure what happened, but they told me it was this one bus and it was this other bus. Okay. So I missed the bus. Turns out it was probably neither bus, but it definitely wasn't the bus I was (laughs) on. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) So I ended up in um, Salento, which is a little town. It was closer, but not close enough to this mountain that I have to go up. And I ended up cabbing it an hour and a half.
0: Oh, no. Okay. This last stretch
1: because I gave up on the buses. Mm. I get up to the top of the mountain. I had my cab leave because I'll I'll walk back down to the little town that's halfway down the Uh mountain. And then I'll, where the bus is supposed to pick me up this afternoon. And it's a tiny town. There's only the one bus. So okay. this way I can at least catch the bus back and save myself this $100 cab right. fee that it had cost me. Turns out the bus doesn't run up that mountain anymore. Oh. <laughs>
0: and it rained. Nice. Of course.
1: So, so I'm in Italy pouring rain a month after i got there so at this point um you walk a lot in italy so i had lost a lot of weight and i hadn't found pants that were long enough for me so i'm wearing pants that are too big that now weigh about 10 pounds Uh, because of the rain i'm like holding my pants up walking around this town during siesta okay which americans you don't even know
0: how it's just a dead town difficult it is to request
1: to siesta there is nobody Finally, um, the school let out and one of the parents <laughs> who saw had seen me walking around while she was waiting for a kid. She took pity on me and asked if she could help. And um, she got, she drove me down the mountain to a gas station where I was able to catch the bus. Oh,
0: nice. Oh, how nice of her. You must have been yeah, really happy so, and relieved. So
1: she was so kind. She was wonderful. Um, she actually also, it turns out my last name is not that common. Mm-hmm. And she knew someone in town who had my last ah, name. Okay, and were you like somehow so she related? Their hair salon, and um, it was funny. And then it turns out my cousin back in Lecce um, also knew this person. She really is a
0: cousin. Oh, small world!
1: <laughs> it really is. It turns out if you have my last name, we're probably related. That's how Italians approach it.
0: It's likely, which it could be. Yeah,
1: and um, so it it was it was an adventure. I ended up getting back um, about a full day later than I expected to get back mm-hmm. because it had taken me
0: so long to get out there, but
1: I had the paper.
0: You had the paper. Yes, yes.
1: and it, it, everyone was really nice and helpful and kind, and they would help me with my bad Italian and everything. And I got to spend some time in Naples, mm-hmm. Um On that trip, I had pizza, I walked around, I explored some. Um, I got to spend some time in Salerno because I was waiting for different things. And yeah, I can wait in the bus stop, but unless it's two o'clock in the morning, I'm not going to. I'm going to walk around.
0: Yeah. Mission accomplished too. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was feeling much better on the way back. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. On the way back, I made sure that I was traveling only by day Mm -hmm. so that I didn't get dropped off anywhere. But then my bus... I got picked up the bus in Naples. I got to Bari, and in Bari, um, the train had gotten delayed. Okay, and I ended up spending the night in the Bari train station.
0: Oh no, another one!
1: <laughs> so, um, yes, it was it was quite an adventure. Oh well,
0: oh well, you live. <laughs> I, that, you made it. That's one thing an
1: expat really taught me was I am really good at just rolling. With
0: whatever right happens. right Seems like that
1: yeah, yeah it, it that very important skill I've learned and um I just I started seeing things just as an adventure mm-hmm. if something goes wrong it I'm probably going to get a really great story out of
0: it right yeah, that's true you did <laughs> so... okay and but um so why did you want to move in the first place or why did you want to I... leave the U.S. in the first place
1: My family is big travelers. Okay. My mother was a travel agent. Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) And my aunt actually lived in France for a few years when I was a child. Uh She lived in Germany. Um, She traveled. She's been to, um, I think, five of the seven continents right now. Another aunt has been to six of the seven continents. Mm -hmm. Um, We're big travelers. Okay. And I always wanted to live in another culture and learn about other cultures. You learn so much more when you live it. Yeah. When you're doing the day-to-day sure. things like the grocery store. So that was a big part of it, was it was just simply always something that was uh-huh. on the list of things to uh-huh. do. Another part of it was um my mother moved with me. She has Parkinson's disease. Okay. And chronic health issues. Uh-huh. Um in the healthcare system, I've had my issues with the healthcare right. system in the United right. States. Right. And there, um, Parkinson's disease is very common in Mediterranean populations, mm, which Italians are. I
0: did not know that.
1: It turned, I didn't either until she got oh, yeah, diagnosed. okay. Um, and we do have a family history of it and everything, but part of my reasoning was if it's so common there, um, they might have more treatment. Right. Options. So oh, we wanted good to move and she never really got to travel as much as she had wanted, um, before and now she's retired on disability, and we wanted to travel while she could. And mm-hmm. it's so much easier and less expensive to travel when you're based in Europe.
0: Yeah, everything is closer, yes, so you don't have to, to always go over the Atlantic.
1: <laughs> exactly. So we wanted to move and um, take advantage of the different healthcare systems, see if it was better in uh-huh. her case, and also travel more. And we took the opportunity. Yeah.
0: Okay, that sounds logical. But um, was it easy for her to get into the Italian healthcare system once you had the visa? So we always
1: just paid out of pocket.
0: Ah, okay. Um,
1: we, we found a Parkinson's specialist, but he was a private doctor. Uh huh. Um, but he had a really long list of very impressive credentials.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And so we... Decided, you know, let's find out how much it is. And it turns out our private doctor out of pocket was $30 a visit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's way cheaper <laughs> than Wait, he, And he,
1: he was wonderful. Yeah. So um, we said, you know what? We're fine with that. Yeah. I will pay $30 mm-hmm. because I was already paying that in the States for co pays. Right, top of, right, well, right, we right. Um, on top of our monthly premium. Mm-hmm. So now I pay thirty, and that's it, and that was better, right. Um and he was very good. He did a lot. He did a lot of um, adjusting her medications, re- not even adjusting so much as reducing. Um, American America's attitude in a lot of cases is throw as many, just keep adding on the medications. Mm-hmm. You get a side effect. Here's another medication the side, effect. side effect. Yeah uh-huh. He said no. He pulled, she was on 18 medications when we moved. Uh-huh. Oh, wow, that's a lot. 18 different medications. She had to take pills four times a day, and it was this balancing act.
0: And she must not have felt really well. Not no. really.
1: Um, there were a lot of side effects. He looked at it and he said, No, we're not doing this. He pulled her off of all but two. Uh huh. And then started adding things back in but when we he pulled her off of all but two a lot of the side effects went away okay yeah and then he was adjusting from a much lower place so instead of he adds this in a side effect comes back he would not add something but he'd take her back off of that and try something else
0: uh, good thinking um,
1: <laughs> which she ended up um on I think we had gotten back up to five medications before we left Italy. Okay.
0: But that's still Um, 13 less than before.
1: It was. And she wasn't fully managed yet. Mm -hmm. But um, we had seen significant improvement in that time. Uh Um, Just overall, just from being off of so many medications. And I don't blame her doctors for how we did it in the States. Yeah. Because they were using their best judgment. But over here things do happen
0: differently Mm -hmm. and it
1: was better in her case okay
0: that worked out good why did you then wanted to move to albania because i mean like to me albania is totally off my list you know it's
1: off everybody's so when we first landed in italy We were in this little tiny beachside town called Torre Uh dell'Orso.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And nobody, even in Italy, has really heard of this Yeah, okay, sure. We would have our coffee every day overlooking the water. And we would look over the water and we would go, wow, those mountains, we thought it was Greece. Those mountains are gorgeous. Uh Uh-huh. My cousin came out to Torre dell'Orso one day and he goes, that's not Greece, that's Albania. Uh Uh-huh. This was literally the first time in my life I've ever heard of it, and I said, "Oh, well, that's cool. Very pretty mountains, Mm -hmm. whatever." And I moved on. The last year we were in Italy was COVID. Okay. We were in
0: (laughs) Italy. Made rules. Yes, everyone
1: knows how bad bad Italy got. Yes,
0: I was just processing. Yes, Italy was the worst place in the beginning. Yes. yes.
1: Our area had two cases. Uh-huh. Okay. Our area was not one of the worst hit, but all of Italy was locking down so hard that you couldn't travel between towns. Mm-hmm. At that point, we were living near Astuni and we were renting a house that was technically outside of city limits. Mm-hmm. I had to negotiate with the police once a month to be able to go into town to get groceries. Oh,
0: no. There
1: was a week when I couldn't get them to agree to it. And I had to feed my dog zucchini from the yard (laughs) because I ran out of dog food. It was a lot. And we had done this for a year. Mm -hmm. And our visa was expiring. We can't renew. Oh. Which they would have overlooked that because of COVID. But we couldn't renew because nothing's open. And they were about to go into another super, super Mm -hmm. strict lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause we would have these ups and downs of closure and during the super strict parts, I could not go into town.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And there was no negotiating I could do. And we were, we were, we had one week before they were going into this next super strict lockdown. And I looked at my mother. I said, I can't do it anymore. Our lease was expiring on the house.
0: Mm, sounds really stressful. And we
1: couldn't stay there anymore because the owner was selling it. Oh,
0: no. I'm trying
1: to find a new place to live in
0: COVID. Yeah, forget it.
1: With animals. And we, I was like, I can't do this anymore. We hadn't um, acclimated. We'd never really assimilated to Italy like mm, we'd hoped. Okay. And we said, let's just go. And our plan was Istanbul. And we booked a flight and the flight got canceled. And we booked a flight and the flight got canceled. We said, that's it. We're going to the ferry station. We're catching the next ferry. And the ferry went to Albania.
0: Oh, super adventurous.
1: (laughs) We said, we've spent two and a half years looking at the mountains of Albania, going how beautiful. So we'll go, we'll spend a month in Albania and then we'll go on to Istanbul.
0: But did you have like a lot of things?
1: they are in storage in italy
0: Ah, i am actually
1: going back next year for them
0: okay so Um, yeah you had like a whole like apartment full of things and then if you go to yeah okay
1: um and we didn't have furniture we had gotten a full furnished furnished house and Mm -hmm. everything but yeah we had things um and we moved them into storage Uh uh-huh and went to Albania. And we planned on staying for a month. But Wait. within an hour of getting off the ferry, we had a friend.
0: Oh, yeah? Okay.
1: <laughs> Met him in a coffee shop, an Albanian friend. Within an hour, two and a half years in Italy, we had no friends.
0: Well, yeah, I wanted to One ask hour. you... I want to ask you, why did you not get used to Italy? So
1: some of it is um, where we were. Uh, Southern Italy is it's an older crowd it's people who have lived there their whole mm-hmm. life so a lot of them have their lives established they don't need more friends they're not looking for more
0: they friends. are also looking maybe more strangely at outsiders
1: um yes and no um we did experience some of that they were they were never rude yeah
0: well, no okay
1: they were almost never rude oh. <laughs> or anything like that or cool or anything but um they just they already have their lives established Right. Mm -hmm. Um, in North Italy, I think maybe we would have acclimated a little bit more
0: because you were a bigger um, city, more international.
1: Uh Bigger cities, more international. It's um, there's more movement of people moving. Mm -hmm. People don't. It's not just oh, I lived in South Italy, so I stayed in South Italy. I lived in Astuni, which is a town of uh, they call it a city. It has thirty thousand people. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which is very very small. It is. Um New York, in contrast, has eight million.
0: Right. I mean, yes, but <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but so um, it was a small um, town.
1: I, I was from Raleigh. Um we had been living in Raleigh before we moved, well, outside mm-hmm. of Raleigh. And Raleigh is not a big city, and Raleigh still had at least 500,000 yeah. people. And um so and but people live in Austin and they live in Austin for 80 years, mm-hmm. never moving. Right. Um, so people who have that kind of an established life, they don't, they're not looking for new friends. Right. So, um, and on top of that, siesta, I am sure that if I was raised with siesta, I would love it.
0: But you did not get used to it? I
1: did not. Uh Uh-huh. I cannot get used to for anywhere from three to five hours in the middle of the day. Life shuts down, mm-hmm.
0: and also like I'm year long, right? Not just in the summer month, but year long. Yeah, also in winter. And they're they're mean
1: about it. They are strict about yeah, it. Like they- one time, I walked my dog.
0: One time, they were rude.
1: Oh, they were rude a lot more about CS.
0: <laughs> but one time, I walked
1: my dog right before CS started, and they were yelling at me. It was a lot. Uh. Um, I never, Oh wait! I you never just you just happens.
0: walked your dog. You didn't even like mm-hmm. knock on anybody's he was door for
1: anything like
0: that. Oh, I thought like you wanted to go into a store or some something like that. No, mm. no,
1: no.
0: Ah, uh, no, yeah, I just that's weird. Walked,
1: I was just taking him out for a walk. He needed to go to the bathroom, or I was taking him <sighs> out for
0: a walk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, and then you decided within that one hour when you exited the ferry that you wanted to stay
1: no we decided we were going to stay the month yeah, uh-huh. we were, it got us more excited about staying the month but that first hour really became indicative mm-hmm. of what life has been like in Albania for us right. um we get off the boat and everything just started getting better mm-hmm. um we made a friend which we hadn't done in two nice. and a half years yeah which must have and felt really nice and yeah, uh-huh. and we were able um, I had found an apartment online, but when I went to go look at it, it was not someplace that was I was comfortable living.
0: Okay, it didn't look so nice. um, uh-huh. but
1: our new friend knew of another place. Okay. That was in a better location, better for our dog. Uh-huh. And less expensive. Perfect. <laughs> and we were okay. And that place The landlords lived upstairs. It was a villa, a three-story villa, and they rented out the bottom and the top floor, Mm -hmm. and they lived on the middle floor. And they would bring us um, dishes, traditional Albanian dishes to try, and they um, told us where to go and take us out for coffee, and we'd talk in the yard, and they became our next friends.
0: Did they speak English?
1: The daughter did. Uh Uh-huh. And the rest of us, and the husband did some. And the, mo- the mother, who we actually hung out with the most, uh-huh. did not. Okay. <laughs> and it didn't matter.
0: Okay. So you communicated with hands and feet? and
1: Hands and feet and gestures and Google Translate on my uh-huh. phone. And she taught me some ship, which is the Albanian language.
0: Because, I mean, I would not know anything.
1: Exactly. But she taught me some ship and... I taught her some English and we learned to work it out and she was they were really kind and we stayed there um for nine months because we we could have stayed longer but we wanted a little bit more space it was Uh a small apartment when we realized we were staying
0: okay and then um, um and then in that meantime you figured out a visa situation
1: yeah, so Albania has, um, most countries, Americans can stay three months visa Oh, uh, Yeah. Uh-huh. Albania, it's one year. Ah, okay. So we decided we were, after, by the end of the first month, well, really by the end of the first week, when good things kept happening, mm-hmm. we decided we were going to take advantage and do yeah. a full year in uh-huh. Albania. Um, because COVID was still going on at this point, we didn't want to, we thought we were going to go back to Italy afterwards. Yeah. Um, and so we were mostly just cutting out the idea of continuing to Istanbul. We'll wait out COVID Ah, in Albania and then we'll go back to Italy on the boat, Mm -hmm. you know, very easy. By the time we were coming up, by the time we hit that nine month mark, we had been through the medical system here. Mm -hmm. We had, um, learned about more about life in Albania Mm -hmm. and we had fallen in love with this country.
0: Okay. Why is that?
1: It is, they are known as the friendliest people in Europe. Oh, okay. And I will say that is so true. Uh Uh-huh. I cannot go to the same coffee shop three days in a row without making a new friend.
0: Nice. Uh
1: Uh-huh. They are kind- honest people there are you hear the horror stories but I have lost my phone in the car or my wallet in a taxi uh-huh. and they will go out of their way drive across town to return it to me
0: oh nice
1: <laughs> um they have my mother um with the Parkinson's sometimes she passes out or gets close to passing out and mm-hmm. if that happens if she looks at all unwell every single Albanian person in sight will come rushing to her okay help. They have been beyond, just beyond kind in so many ways. Um, On top of that, it's, I call it Italy light. All of the good parts of Italy, all my favorite parts Mm -hmm. about Italy and no siesta.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And the food, um, (laughs) we joke that they took everything Italian because there is a lot of crossover Uh between Italian and Albanian culture. Um, we joked that they took all these Italian dishes and they made them better.
0: Okay. And they took this from Italy and they made it better. So what is <laughs> um, what is the typical Albanian food? I don't, because I don't just, know.
1: So Traditional Albanian food is, it's called zgara, which is grilled meat. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and it's a lot of um, goat chicken, a lot of chicken, um, some beef, although it's not beef, it's really veal
0: right okay
1: um although not veal how americans think of veal because we think of veal as baby cow kept in a tiny stall Mm -hmm. that kind of thing and their cows are all free range okay okay so it's uh they do some pork but it's a lot of chicken and a lot of goat um grilled with spices
0: it's also a lot of meat in general sounds like
1: Yes, but there's also you can also go to any Zgara here uh-huh. and get eggplant and vegetables instead of the meat. Okay, um, they all have that. The vegetables are just as common. Mm-hmm. I'm vegetarian. Yeah, so I've that's got, why, really Yeah, good yeah.
0: I was like, that sounds uh, hard for a vegetarian.
1: But um, that's the traditional dishes of Albania. But in because of their ties to Italy you cannot go more than a block without hitting a restaurant that's more Italian in cuisine mm-hmm. as
0: well. But not the um, pizza.
1: real fish, that kind of thing.
0: Okay. Not the pizza and pasta thing. It's more the. Oh yeah. There's pizza oh, that, and pasta that, that, uh-huh. on every single menu okay. here. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> just, it's just as common. So while the cigar is traditional Albanian, pizza and pasta and Italian dishes are adopted Albanian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, which has been really interesting. But it's been fabulous food, amazing food.
0: How do you make a living? Do you work remote, like for an American company?
1: Mm -hmm. I'm a freelance social media manager and content writer. So I work for um, different businesses in lifestyle services. So your travel businesses, real estate... Um, that sort of thing. But it's
0: not for an Albanian company, or?
1: I, no, no, because I don't speak enough shit.
0: Nah, okay.
1: Um, someday, but this is a very hard language. Um, okay. <laughs> but uh, I, I have worked for companies mostly in the U.S., but Canada, Mexico, Australia, even the U.K.
0: Okay, right. So,
1: around the world. All
0: right, right. so you basically work online, don't have to go Mm -hmm. okay that makes sense then so you have like more freedom to travel
1: i do and we we when we went to london for instance or macedonia i took my laptop with me and i'd work in the hotel at night Mm -hmm. and here i can work during the day Mm -hmm. like i was working earlier today but um today's the 16th uh tomorrow I, there's a food festival in town I want to go
0: Ooh, to. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I
1: just won't work during the day. I'll work at night.
0: Right. Okay. Because, like, sure, because you can just adjust to the time difference depending where your job is at the moment.
1: Exactly. I My work is flexible. There, It's very rare that I have something that I can't adapt, work mm-hmm. around, that I can't move. Um, So it, it's good. And I think I've – since I do work with a lot of travel companies, I think work, living abroad has actually helped me with that. Yeah,
0: and um, did you work in that field also when you left the U.S.?
1: No. I. So, becoming an expat, I wanted to go so badly, and I had this inciting in, – in, in, I got into a car accident. My car was totaled, and I either had to get a new car, uh-huh. which meant locking into the U.S. for another couple of years, or I had to move. And – I decided to move within one month. I was on a plane. Oh, okay. I had dislocated my shoulder. I'm carrying bags through the airport with my shoulder in a sling, kind of
0: thing. Uh
1: huh. Um, I moved without a job. Okay. I cashed out all of my savings.
0: Uh
1: huh. Um, and moved without a job. My mother has disability. Okay. So we knew we could live off of that if we uh-huh. needed to, although it would make things tight. And we took we. I cashed out all my savings. I had one month to get settled in, and I had to figure out what I was going to do next. Uh-huh. And I'd always wanted to be a writer. I'd been told I wasn't going to be able to make money from it because of dying art, blah blah blah. And with, after a month, I started applying for um, some writing positions, mm-hmm. and I got in at a content agency right away. And I I was full time writer ever since.
0: Oh, awesome! It worked out. So. Yeah, it
1: it turns out it was actually one of the best moves I could have made. But yeah, yeah I moved without. But you're a playing
0: a little bit with your luck too. Yeah,
1: it really it, it improved things. I love it. Uh-huh. So, but it was a big risk. Um, and I hadn't been I had been in working in a car dealership before that.
0: Okay. Yeah, totally different. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then I ended up in travel writing, which really couldn't have been more perfect. And it was it, it was things falling into place I was never a big believer in fate and that sort of thing but
0: yeah it it sounds like a dream job
1: yeah I I, and I would never have even thought to apply for it Uh if we hadn't moved
0: yeah yeah because like you were locked in the car dealership thing
1: yeah and I was used to the idea that I had to have this nine to five or you know nine to eight o'clock at night job yeah (laughs) yeah. um, I was working 50, 60 hours a week. And I love. I loved working there. I did. I don't uh-huh. want to – I'm not saying anything bad about that job. Uh-huh. I love that job. But it was a lot. And with my mother's condition and
0: – Yeah, no. Um,
1: just like in general, it was a lot. And then I moved and I found a job that was much more flexible, that allowed me travel time, that allowed me to stay home and take care of my mother. Um, when she has bad days, I don't have to go anywhere
0: anymore. Right. Right. It worked so, out. Yeah. And um, so would you think you would ever go back to the U.S. because, or is like still Istanbul on your on your list, or you want to stay um, in Albania?
1: Istanbul kind of fell off my list. I would like to go visit. I have no interest in really living. Uh
0: huh. Why was it on your why Why did you wanna um Why were you so interested in it? No
1: reason. Mostly, it was out. We if we were leaving Italy, we had to leave the EU.
0: Mm, okay, and that's like um, close.
1: And it was close, and we figured it would be interesting. Yeah. There's a couple of things. My mother. Um, it's another huge was, city. Uh, is a history buff, and there's uh, a lot of history. Yeah. Histories yeah. Uh-huh. In Istanbul. I mean, you know. And um, it 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 was convenient. We were also looking at Africa.
0: Okay.
1: We're also looking at the UK because Brexit had just happened. Uh-huh. Um, it was a matter of affordability of COVID restrictions because of the time we were looking and Istanbul was kind of the best option. Mm. Um, but, uh, I, I, st- and I do still want to go visit it, but I don't want to live there. The plan was only ever to live there. I think six months were allowed to live there without a visa okay. and it's supposed to not be hard to get a visa. So we had the option to extend, but Albania ended up being the better option. Okay. anyway.
0: So. And do you want to stay?
1: I do. Um, I have my residency. I have five-year residency. Uh Um, I am on my second year of it. Yeah, second year of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I am looking at buying a house here, hopefully. Okay. Um, My intention is to stay in Albania, at least for the foreseeable future. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I like it here. I like the people. I like living in Tirana. I like being so close. I mean, it is two hours to Macedonia. It's four hours to Greece. It's an hour to Italy if I take a plane. Well, it's like yeah, about an hour to Italy if I take a plane. It's about three hours to London when I take a plane for twenty bucks plus tax. Um, <laughs> oh yes. Well, now it's twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can go to Milan. I could literally fly to Milan for a shopping day.
0: Yeah. and fly home
1: and that's not a, that's not a thing here. That's not like weird here. People go up to Montenegro for lunch
0: here. Um, um So, I like that. flying or no driving. Driving. How far is it? Uh,
1: about 2 hours. Yeah, okay. But they'll do like a tour day? Yeah, yes, yeah, sure. Montenegro.
0: Yeah, it's like a it's like a um, whole day trip thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll stop
1: in Skodra, which mm-hmm. is um, a little mountain town of Albania. They'll go up to Montenegro, have lunch, turn back around, come back down the coast, and that's how you do things here, mm-hmm. which is crazy on the one hand, but also really nice. Yeah, and for someone who likes to travel.
0: And have you been back to the U.S.? <laughs> For visiting? I have not. Okay, you have not.
1: No, we. I considered going back this year and um, a couple of things came up that I wasn't able to. Um, we were talking about going back right before COVID ended up uh-huh. hitting.
0: Oh, you were going Obviously. back for good or just yeah. for to visit? No, for visit. Uh-huh. We were going
1: to go back for two weeks, for a week or two. And um, COVID hit uh-huh. and I was like, well, that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It it just keeps falling through, and um, I have a little bit of a fear because ever since we moved to Albania, when I leave the country, my trips go horribly wrong. Okay,
0: so you'd rather not.
1: all I can think is I wish I was back in Albania. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. As soon as I leave Albanian airspace, everything goes bad.
0: Maybe it's a sign that you should stay there. (laughs) That's
1: what I'm saying. No (laughs) one else believes me,
0: but – that's what I'm saying,
1: um, and uh, so I have. I- I've been a little resistant to um, traveling out of the country lately, anyway, mm-hmm. because of that. Um, because a couple of trips went wrong right in a row, and I just kind of huh. okay. Do you- but uh, we've been exploring Albania some, and um, I'm looking at it going back to Italy next year because I want to get my stuff out of storage. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at a trip to Greece because we haven't actually made it to Greece yet.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and possibly Germany. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, do you, uh, would you consider, though, moving back to the US? Probably
1: not. Uh-huh. I- I'm not willing to rule anything out completely yeah. because things change. But at this point, I really don't see me move, moving back to the U.S. Okay,
0: so you're happy where you are and things Yeah, like the that.
1: lifestyle is so much more relaxed here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel safer.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: there is a level of safety that I never even really knew could exist, okay. that I never understood in the States, um, that I feel here. So mm-hmm. um, there is a safety – uh, the healthcare uh, has really impressed me. Again, we're in private hospitals, so any Albanians who see this and want to complain about public hospitals, um, you really still don't have a leg to stand on. I went to the emergency room here. It was wonderful. It was the best emergency room of my life. <laughs> <Nice>. but,
0: <laughs> great experience. Uh, one hour, in and out.
1: <laughs> but um, the hospitals here have been really great um, healthcare wise Mm-hmm um and the the kindness of the people the accessibility um even the bad sides of albania just are not simply things that i am affected by mm-hmm. often um and the good sides are exactly why i wanted to move from the states okay so unless the states were to unless there is a drastic change in the us um, I would find it very hard to go back. Yeah. Because the lifestyle I want it's, isn't there.
0: Isn't there? Uh-huh. Is there anything you miss? The convenience. Uh huh.
1: Amazon and. Wait, you don't just have Amazon? Things. Nope, there is no Amazon. Well, that's a in good now thing,
0: anymore. kinda. I mean, I don't love Amazon, but it is convenient. We don't use it as much. It's
1: great for my budget. Yeah. To not have <laughs> <Yeah>. Amazon. Um, <laughs> but. It it can be um there were convenience things. I have big dogs mm-hmm.
0: and I get,
1: you know, a forty pound bag of dog food.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's you have a car? I don't. Uh huh. Okay. I don't Makes it if i heavier.
1: driving when I left the States because I have driven in Europe and I I drove in France and Italy and Switzerland when we arrived and everything and I do not want to drive here again and Albanian drivers are worse.
0: Oh. Plus, I live in a big city. Everything's walkable. Yeah, I was just like more uh, curious about the heavy bags of dog food. You know,
1: this is hard to carry around. And I can get them delivered. Ah, okay. The thing is, the other part of the convenience factor is Albania doesn't have addresses. Oh,
0: no. Nope. But street names? There are no addresses. Street names? Uh, We do have street
1: names, although some of them are iffy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's no addresses so when I get the dog food delivered I have to have it delivered to a landmark because nobody uh, can find my and house. then
0: you have to go to the landmark at the time yeah. so nobody so else takes it
1: for me there's a hotel um, uh-huh. around the corner from me
0: Okay, that everybody knows
1: so I just have it delivered there but then I do have to carry this 40 pound bag of dog food home you
0: should take a wheelbarrow
1: <laughs> I have a cart uh-huh. but it's still heavy yeah um, and the sidewalk—it's it, literally around the corner, mm-hmm. so it's not far. But the sidewalk is really narrow, mm-hmm. and I'm on a busy street, so mm-hmm. it, it's not—it's not, it's not ideal. Most convenient, uh-huh. um, and Amazon would be more convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they would they be able?
0: Would they be able to find it without the address? No. So you still have they to would pick be it in up. The same boat,
1: probably. Yeah. right Yeah. But Albania is working on implementing addresses.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's good. I think that's very helpful. Like also, what about I mean, it's not in com- not that common anymore, but letters? Do you also have to pick you them up? To up at the post office? Ah, okay. Any
1: um I have gotten mail here and any mail you get in Albania, you have to have um, whoever sent it put your phone number on the label. And when it comes, they'll call you. Okay, and they'll say, "Hey, you got whatever," and then you go to the post office and you pick it up.
0: They must be really busy, like calling people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, because most Albanians don't get a whole lot. Okay, of it because All right. Albanians know about
0: this. Oh, oh, right, um, right, So it's not a it's not a thing there.
1: And there's post offices probably every three blocks mm-hmm. here. Um, there's a lot of them, so it, it it's. All in all, it's pretty well run. I've never had to wait more than five minutes to pick up something okay. from the post office. And then that doesn't include FedEx, which is here, UPS, which is here or DHL. Okay. Um, so where you can also go and pick things up from, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, Amazon, there are convenience factors um, that I miss about the States. Uh, convenience in food. Um, yes, I work from home, but some days I don't feel like cooking and Albania is very much a fresh food, um, raw ingredient society. Everyone cooks from scratch every day. Mm -hmm. They buy what they're cooking that day in the morning Mm -hmm. and they don't keep anything in their fridge kind of. Okay. That's the lifestyle here. Mm -hmm. Some days
0: I don't want to cook. Yeah.
1: I don't want to have to go to the store and get 14 ingredients to cook pasta sauce. Right, right.
0: But it's healthier for you.
1: It is. It is. But sometimes I don't want to have to put that much effort into Yeah, no, I understand. And I want something that I can go. I want hamburger helper. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And there is no hamburger helper. Okay. I want Kraft mac and cheese. And there is no. no Kraft mac and cheese here. Um so some of it is that.
0: Well, if you go to um, Germany really soon, then you should just get some of those. Put a get an yes. extra suitcase because there's that stuff there too.
1: That's kind of that's kind of the plan. I tried to do that um in London. I tried oh, to yeah, do that in out for me and then I did pick up horseradish because I can't get horseradish in Albania.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, okay. You know, like for cocktail sauce. And um but the airport took it from me bummer if you're flying it turns out horseradish counts as a liquid
0: but oh so you have have to like put it in your check bag
1: yes which i didn't have Uh, because i didn't i'm sorry it's not a liquid it's It's a paste yeah should but the airport lady disagreed and took my horseradish
0: she just wanted to eat it (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's what I think.
0: So, oh, that looks delicious! I want to have it. She's not gonna take it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, she took. I had two jars of it. She took both jars. I was pretty upset about that. <sighs> um, but um, and because, but yeah, when I go to Italy next year, part of my plan is to use Italy, Italy's Amazon, and load a suitcase of convenience.
0: Yeah, stuff. get like fifty pounds full of. Convenience yeah. foods. <laughs>
1: I can do as much as I want. There's no weight limits because I'm taking the ferry.
0: Ah, uh, okay. So take a whole. So I can
1: take as much as I want. I could load up boxes. Um, and but the convenience it extends to other things. Um, dog toys. My dogs are big chewers. I can't get Kong toys too easily. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's things like that. There's weird stuff. I am a tall person and. That's actually kind of worked for me in Albania, but um, I am not Albanian body-shaped.
0: Okay, so that is... So the
1: clothes here don't necessarily fit me. Uh Uh-huh. My feet are far too big for Albanian feet.
0: Yeah, you mentioned you miss your favorite shoe brand.
1: Oh, my God. Because I, right now, I literally have two pairs of shoes to my name.
0: Okay, that's not a lot, Especially living close to Italy. (laughs)
1: Yeah, in Italy, in Italy, I'm still too big for them. But Mm. I have Amazon, and I can order bigger shoes from Germany. Okay, is my shoe size through Amazon? What what
0: shoe size do you have? I can take it out.
1: I'm US 11.
0: And what is that? What is that in uh, European size?
1: Um, In European size, it's like a 43.
0: Okay, that's like on the on the bigger side. Yeah. Yes. In Albania, most
1: of the time, the biggest we'll find typically the biggest we'll find is about forty. Sometimes we can get a forty-one or a forty-two.
0: Mm-hmm, but that's it. But that's it. And yeah. In and man yeah, shoes, I, I mean, you maybe you don't want to wear man shoes.
1: Um, I can to some degree, but so men's shoes has an arch, and I'm flat-footed.
0: Uh Okay. And
1: where men's shoes arches, it um is
0: you, pretty painful. You so. still have a. A large lady foot. Yeah, okay. Exactly. okay.
1: Yeah, my foot is very feminine. It's just giant. <laughs> um, and in the US, there's a company, um, an online company called Just Fab. I'm just going to plug them real fast. I don't get paid by them. I just love them. Okay. They had size 11 shoes that were so comfortable and lasted so well for me that they were literally all I bought probably the last five years. Oh, okay. Okay. And they exist in France, and they exist in the UK, neither of which are places where I happen to be. Right. And they don't ship to other countries. So Just Fab, if you see this, start shipping to Albania. Please, please, please. (laughs) I will keep you in business. Um, (laughs) But it's that kind of thing. So I miss that. I miss the convenience factor.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I
1: miss being able to order the weird things that I can't find online easily. I miss having a lot of shelf stable products that I can keep in my kitchen for the days I don't want to go out. Um, it's that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but other, even that I miss it, but not enough.
0: It doesn't outweigh it. It doesn't.
1: It doesn't. Cause it turns out if I don't want to go out to the grocery store, I'll just go hungry. Okay. I'm fine with that. And I'm, happier here so um it doesn't outweigh the good parts enough to Mm -hmm. make me leave so
0: okay that's good so it seems you're happy where you are
1: i am much very happy
0: and so now you've been there for two years two and a half years
1: two and a half years Uh and is
0: there still anything that you don't get used to
1: well, in Italy, it was the siesta I was, yeah, that was just never yeah different.
0: but but in um, Albany? In Albania, yeah,
1: not really, not that I've experienced so far,, mm-hmm. um, everything has been very easy to just be become a part of my life,
0: okay, and there is no like an um, outstanding cultural difference, something like that,
1: um, no, I mean the I've learned how to navigate Albanian bureaucracy better than, frankly, I ever navigated American uh, bureaucracy. Okay, um, <laughs> They're very helpful. Um, I, I really just haven't had anything where I've looked at it and been like, wow, this is ridiculous. Everything just started feeling natural very mm-hmm. easily here.
0: Okay. That sounds like so a good place. So Italy, that was not true. <laughs> And then I'm sure like you had, I mean, and you never had it on your radar to go there.
1: I never did. But I've since, um, since we moved to Albania, we spent, uh, we went over to Macedonia for a week and we were on this Lake Oakland which is borders, the two mm-hmm. countries. It's right between the two countries. And we were in Macedonia and Macedonia was beautiful. It was great. Had a lovely time. But the best part of Macedonia was we were having dinner as the sunset um one day Mm -hmm. and it sat over the mountains in albania and we were going this is the best view it was once again we have now been in three different countries Uh and i thought wow albania is beautiful yeah (laughs) so i feel like that's kind of a sign that maybe this is where i was supposed to end up at
0: some point i hope you can stay longer Um, i mean now for another three years
1: Another three years, and then um, I'm actually, I think I have to renew my five-year residency once, and then I'm eligible for citizenship if I wanted it.
0: Okay, it works out. And
1: permanent residency. I think the next time, I think the next one, I can renew for permanent residency, Mm -hmm. and then five years after that, do citizenship if I wanted
0: it. It works out. Yeah, nice.
1: Um, So, and if I buy a house, I get permanent residency automatically.
0: And did your mom also adjust super quick to Albania?
1: She loves it even more than I do. Um, she is a heat person, so the summers are very hot here, uh-huh. um, and she loves it.
0: Okay, then she that's just good. sits
1: out on the porch.
0: <laughs> okay, because there's no I icy. don't.
1: I yes. sit in my room with the air conditioning on, okay. hiding in the dark.
0: <laughs> that would be me too.
1: <laughs> um, I would. If there's anything I can't acclimate to, it's the heat. But frankly, I never acclimated to that in North Carolina either. Ooh, so yeah. who can say? <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I really and honestly here, they have a very good philosophy during the summer in Toronto when it is 120 degrees outside, they don't leave their house. They will give me weird looks if I go to the pharmacy or the grocery store during daylight.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I, it's because, understandable. It's way too hard to be outside. Exactly. And nobody, they think I'm nuts. It took me nobody is out here either. Like in Texas, it's 110 for like four uh, months straight and nobody's outside. Everybody's inside. Oh, so North
1: Carolina, we were all out. And you just, you know, passed out from the heat periodically.
0: Right. But in North Carolina, I think you can be outside. It's not as hot.
1: You know, I, I think I have a heat aversion because anything over like 75 is wildly uncomfortable.
0: That's was right. me like <laughs> before I moved to Texas, too. And now I'm like, everything um, over... I could never Yeah. Now I'm, I'm like, over everything her. over... 98, I cannot do anymore.
1: (laughs) I I think if I ever left Albania, I am one of the people who would move to Svalbard, Norway, where it's snow on the ground year round. That's my
0: dream. (laughs) I understand. I understand.
1: But right now, it's nice and chilly. It's like 55, 60 degrees Mm -hmm. Fahrenheit kind of thing. It's nice and chilly, and I am loving it.
0: Do you have um, Um, strong winters?
1: Not... Here in Tirana, we won't get snow on the ground. We won't see a single snowflake.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, uh, so it's mild.
1: Yeah. Um, Mediterranean winters, we get some, it gets cold,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it never gets snow cold. We okay. probably won't drop below 40. Um, if you go up to the mountains, uh, to the Albanian Alps or the mountains, so Skodra, Korcha, that kind of thing, you'll have snow on the ground. Inches of snow. but still an inch or two not canadian levels yeah no
0: no no it sounds like a mild winter and hot summer but doable yeah all right i think um i had all my questions answered you did really well (laughs) it was really interesting I
1: i hope it helps if people are thinking about being expats um i would say stay open uh-huh. Because I thought Italy was where we were going to stay. Okay. And if I hadn't been open to plans changing, mm-hmm. we would not have discovered that the perfect country for me, for what I was looking for, was right next door, basically. Yeah. Um, and I see these other expats pass through town who, oh my God, I hate it here. I'm going back home. Just right here may not be, Albania is not for everyone. But maybe you, you're going to go to Thailand next, and you're going to find out you are meant for Southeast Asia.
0: Yeah, exactly. You never know, right? Yeah. Everybody's different. So
1: stay open. If, mm-hmm. if plans change, if your flight gets canceled, get on the next flight to somewhere. and See what's there. You never know. I've had the best ex- um, experiences that way. <laughs> All
0: right. Thank you for sharing that.
1: Um, have a good night.
0: Thank you, you and, too. Uh, and uh, thank you for participating on our podcast. My pleasure. That was Jasmine's story. She is really happy in Albania. And it was plan B or C. And yeah, she's really happy where she is. Isn't it great? And also I think her travel writing job is really great too that was it for this week please reach out to me if you want to be a guest on my podcast or if you just want to leave a comment that's worlds one two three pod at gmail.com or you can also find me on instagram at worlds collide pod one word and if you really like this podcast please leave a review wherever you listen to it that was me Victoria from Worlds Collide and I hope I will hear you next week. Bye.